I want you to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I love our discipleship class because here is where we learn. Amen. And I thank God for how far God has brought us. Amen. Hallelujah. Today, by God's grace, I will be teaching. And as I teach, please take note, take precaution, learn, and later we will take question and answer. Amen. Now, why is very important to teach and to teach the truth is because that is what Jesus commissioned. He said, teaching them to observe, to do. Hallelujah. Amen. All that I have commanded thee to do. Amen. And number two, second reason is that also, um, you never know where you will be and you never know where God is bringing you to. Amen. That's um, why your gift and your potential, even your anointing, Without a sound doctrine, it will not last. Without the right mindset, it will not last. And the way to last, even as a man of God, is to have two things. To have the master mind and to have the master spirit. The master spirit is the Holy Spirit. The master mind is the mind of Christ. When I say mastermind, you don't just have a shallow mindset about God. You have a mastermind about God. You understand the basic. You understand the advancing. You understand it to the top. And you keep on having progressive revelation in the word of God. Hallelujah. And when you are open to this, you will grow. Amen. You know... Jesus make a profound statement in Matthew chapter 7. I, I, I believe from verse 14, somewhere there is. He said that, if anyone hear my word. Now, please listen carefully. If anyone do what? Hear my word. And do what? Do it. Obey it. Do it. I will see this person as what? A wise man. Now, who built his house upon the rock? This is a very serious thing. The word is the rock. Rock means a solid foundation. Rock means a firm foundation. Therefore, whosoever heareth those sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who will build his house upon the rock. Amen. What are you building? Your relationship with God. Your life, your Christian life, your ministry, your destiny, your marriage, everything that will shake later, it has to be built upon the rock. And the rock is the saying of Jesus. Now, do you see that the rock there is the gift? Is it the ability to pray? Is it the ability to preach? Is it the ability to sing? Is it the ability to do something? No. It is... The word of God. Amen. It is what? 
the word of God. The man that built his house upon the rock, continue. He said, the rain descended. This rain here stands for um, a situation in life that can hit you, that can shake you. Hallelujah. The rain descended. The flood came. The wind blew and beat upon the house. You know, the word beat, that's where I know that the rain, the flood, and the wind is, is a symbol of, uh, of attack. Storms, things in life that can come and hit you when you are going. Hallelujah. Beat upon the house and you are the house. I am the house. Hallelujah. As a ministry, we are a house. When you are on your own, you are a house of yourself. When you are in the ministry, you are in, in the house. So if we don't teach the word of God in this depth and in its simplicity, the house cannot stand. I was saying we were praying yesterday and I was saying that the people that built the Tower of Babel, they did not know God, they don't have the Holy Spirit. But they were united. So, as far as we have the Spirit of God, we must determine earnestly to know the Word of God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if we know the Word of God and increase in it, or we will have the Spirit automatically. Do you believe that? Yes. If we know the word and act on it, because the spirit came to tell us the word is true. Mm -hmm. yeah. The spirit came to point to Jesus and say, Hey, believe in Jesus is true. Anything Jesus said, if we the moment we read it and act on it, the spirit becomes more in us. Hello? Because it is the word that points to fasting, that asks you to fast. Hello? It is the word that says you should love. Hello? It is the word that says you should pray. Amen. The word of God. All this was made by the word. So the moment the word, you desire the word, you the spirit then can empower you. Hallelujah. When the word was there, the spirit then moved. Hallelujah. See, the wind blow beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon the rock. I want to encourage you. Eh? How are you building your life? How are you building your Christian life? Now, let's go further. This is not my message. I'm just laying a foundation. Go further. And everyone that heareth those sayings of mine, and do them not. What shocked me here? Do you know that I've read this scripture so many times? What shocked me today about this scripture is that they hear it. It's not that they don't hear. Hello? But they refuse to do it. Always, when I keep on saying, it is when situation comes, when temptation comes, I see that, oh, this person has not heard the word of God at all. And they can come with a superfluity or over spirituality and those things are always mask. The moment I encounter them in my counseling table, I said, you. And these are grown-up people. So it's nothing to do with age. 
Hello? Everyone that hear those sayings of mine and do them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. Can I shock you? Can I shock you? Do you know what is the sand? The flesh! Because out of the sand, God created man. He's saying that you build your house upon your own self. Because sand is the dust. You build your house upon it the way you think and your own idea. It will not last. When people, when trouble comes, when it hits that, it cannot stand. Hallelujah. Continue. And the rain descended. The flood came. The wind blew. Now, please, let's hear this. That means... There will always be an attack. Those who hear the word and those who don't hear, the rain still descend. The flood still came. The wind still blew. But the difference between both of them is what was their foundation. Hello? It was what was their foundation. So, when the foundation is right, forget about storm. You will still stand. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Forget about what happened to you. You will still stand. As a matter of fact, God like. I just keep following you. God love problem. Wow. Now, without problem, He will not be God to you. You will not know that it is God. Yes! You will not know that it is God. Because God is not your mate. See, with God, eh, the only time you appear to him is because you come to reference and fellowship with him. But the only time he appears to you is come to solve problem. So when there's no problem, what is he doing with you? Hello? With Elijah, he came to solve problem. With Abraham, he came to solve problem. With the three Hebrew boys, he came to solve problem. When he came on earth, he came for, to solve problem of humanity. He came to die for our sin. What would God come to do, do with you? To, to come and play with you? No. So, he said, call unto me in the day of trouble. And I will hear you. The people that say that God is saying, call unto me, are not just ordinary people. They are people that have relationship with him. Descended and the flood came and the wind blew and beat upon the house and it fell and great was the fair. You know why it was great was the fair? You have used many years to build on flesh. How many of you see here? If you climb a tree and the tree is built up to here and you from here fell, the pain will not be too much. Build the thing here or high and fall from there. When you hit on the ground, eh, you will feel pain. So when you are starting ministry, you are starting a marriage, you are starting a business, you are starting anything in the beginning, in the foundation, build it well. Because 
if you build it wrong and grow and fall, it's a disaster. You may not die, but you will lose so much. That's why that's what they mean by great was the fear of Egypt. I love Jesus. I love my God. He is the all-wise. Amen. He is the all-wise. Hello? Hi. He's the what? The all-wise. All wise God. So today, Mama teach a message on Wednesday, and I will continue today. Amen. The message is about self-righteous. Let us quickly go to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Amen. Do you have an amplifier? I want I want amplifier to be on the on the on the on the Clap for them. They are doing well. Oh, you can clap. You can clap. For Jesus, she did well. Amen. Now, you see, he said, I testify about them that they have a certain enthusiasm for God. They are very passionate. There's an enthusiasm. Hello? Are you seeing it? Enthusiast for God, but not according to according with correct and vital knowledge about Him and His purpose. This one eh, is the one of the biggest problems we have in the church. Oh, it's a big crack. Oh, it in the hand for They are offended though, and the only them is talking to God. But what is the knowledge of God about that particular thing that is happening now? Hello? What is God saying about that one? How has God teach us to behave when that kind of thing happens? That you don't know. Hello? So, if you don't know this, you will put yourself in problem. 
for I testify about them that they have a certain enthusiasm for God, but not in accordance with correct and vital knowledge about Him and His purpose. So it is not enough to have zeal. It is not enough to have passion. Let me tell you, if you have zeal and passion, you can even do a lot of damage than repairing. Do you believe me? Do you know that? The Bible said that. I don't want to turn it to preaching because it's like I'm having an unction to preach. The way the thing is doing. The Bible said that Paul was yet breathing. Breathing. Was yet what? Breathing. That means he has an oxygen, energy to do wrong. Was yet breathing to slaughter and to kill Christians. He was yet breathing because his capacity from inside was a natural capacity. They have not yet received God. He was yet breathing. When he encountered God, the breath inside of him changed. He was yet breathing. What is inside of you? Amen. We will go there today. You, you, you will see it yourself. Because here is a Bible study. The word of God is sweet. Amen. Continue. 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 And he said, for not knowing about God's righteousness, which is based on faith, seeking to establish their own righteousness based on works, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Continue. Is it, is it three? Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Take your seat. I want to start to teach. Now, I read from my own version. I bear them record that they have the zeal of God. That is the enthusiasm. But not according to knowledge. For they've been ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law. For righteousness to everyone that believeth. Now, quickly. Let me first of all tell you what this means. Before then now, I can go deeper in explanation. Now, he's talking about the Israel. He's talking about the Jewish. They believe in the law. They believe in a certain following the law of Moses to be righteous. Meanwhile, no man can be righteous except by what Jesus has done at the cross of Calvary. So, the Bible said the righteousness of God. Because if you read the Bible carefully, there are all different righteousness. There is righteousness of a man. There is righteousness of their own. There is righteousness of God. So the Bible said the righteousness of God is by what? Faith in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So here they are going to go and create their own righteousness. So now it means that if we are not careful, we can become self. We can become self-righteous. We can become self-righteous. Self now, number one, to be self-righteous is to full of self in your ways, in our ways, in our decision, in our opinion, in the way we see things. Hallelujah. Now, people, I want you to know these people of God. Many of us, we have this self way of doing things 
before we became born again. But that self way of doing things has still not changed. We have brought it into the house of God. We have brought it into the kingdom of God. If your spirit is born again, your mindset needs to change. Hallelujah. So quickly, let's see what Jesus instructs us through Apostle Peter. Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Please, Fisher, you can read for me. Luke 9, 23. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, I read in the name of Jesus. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Amen. I'm honest with you, this is a very serious thing. Read it again. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, I read in the name of Jesus. And he said to them all, If any man will Come after me. Let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now, the first thing that the Lord Jesus prescribed is to deny ourselves. And I found out that this is this this is the this is the most difficult thing that Christians should do. Peter did not want to die. Peter told Jesus that, Lord, let it be far from us. You are not going to die. So, and Jesus said that, ah, because the will of the Father is for Peter, I mean, for Jesus to die that rose. So they actually enjoyed everything that Jesus was to them at, at that particular time. And they, it's like they did not want to lose him. So Peter could not see beyond. He could not understand the purpose of God. He said, Lord, let it be far from thee. And Jesus began to rebuke Peter. He said, you, 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 you don't want the will of God. And Jesus said, if anyone should follow me, let him deny himself. And let him take his cross. And let him follow me daily. Now, what is yourself? What is myself? Myself is my will. It's what I want to do. No, myself is my own desire, but the way I want it. Yeah, that is myself. The way I want it. My desire, the way I want it to go. Let me tell you, if we don't die to ourselves, we will see less of God or nothing. Hallelujah. Many of us, sin, sin eh, is hooked to our flesh. So self-denial is very important to live a righteous life. If you don't deny self, you will become a self-righteous person. Because everything that you do will be by how you see it. Do you know that? No man has nothing to say except God when we become Christian. So the mirror and the guidelines of our life become the word of God. 
Am I seeing you? Self-righteous. One that is self-righteous is full of himself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Before I continue, I want to show you something. Do you know that God is the most selfless person? Everything God does, he gave. He gave. He gave. He gave. The first time we see God speaking in the Bible, when it has to do with creating humanity, he said, let us. He was even together. Hello? He was what? Together. He said, let us. So, one of the signs of a self-righteous person is that a self-righteous want to be alone. A self-righteous person want to be alone. Meanwhile, the Bible said, two is better than one. And a theory called four is unbreakable. A self-righteous person has that sense that I don't need anybody. Meanwhile, we are not created to be on our own. We are created to depend on God and not to depend on each other. Hello? Now, if you look at Jesus, Jesus depends on his father completely. Hello? He never do anything until the father spoke. Before he started his ministry, he waited for the spirit. As the spirit of God come upon him, then the voice of God confirmed his ministry, then he started to preach. He waited for the father. And every time he operate, he always said, a son can do nothing of himself. You see that self-denial? You see that self-denial? A son can do nothing of himself except what he sees his father do. I'm telling you, you oh, please learn from me. I have settled matters. I've seen a home whereby the wife self-righteous. A self-righteous woman will not tell his husband where he's going. You see, you see, I just operating. Many marriages are in caves. Many marriages are in trouble, trauma. They are crying, yeah, bleeding, and they are smiling. The same thing with man. A self-righteous man will buy a land and build a house. His wife does not know. Some of you are seeing so many separation among we West Africa. The thing we are hearing, a husband and wife will be sleeping in one bed for almost 20 years. The woman will be doing something, the man don't know. The woman will be doing something, the woman don't know. It's all about self, self, self. But what is the order of living as one? What did God say about it? Hello? The moment you know this, then you know that, see, then you know that we are actually one. Hello? I listen to a man of God, he make a statement, I say, oh, but I won't say it. It was a very good statement. I want to preach. Flow as the Spirit is leading me. Listen then, eh? whatever you do, see that thing in the eyes of God, in the, in, the, in the light of the word of God. 
as a young person, before you marry, eh, before you marry, look, it's not enough for somebody to be born again. No, not at all. The person have to be born again no more. I have to love God as he claimed. But I'm telling you, look at the mindset of the person if it's according to the word of God. Hello? I'll give you an example. If she's a man, if, if, she's, if, he's a, if he's a man, you are the lady. He don't have vision. He don't have what he's going to become. And he's not responsible. He don't help at home. He don't do something at home. And that means, doing something means sense of responsibility. Even as we close now, you don't even carry chair. You don't even do anything. He's, he's not doing anything. He's a useless man. He have no sense of responsible. I'm telling you, he will do that with you. He will do that with you. And then now, if you don't have a place going, if you don't have a vision, that means you actually have nothing. Because his vision is your fulfillment. I'm telling you. I know the vision of the man, of the man, in the vision is your own fulfillment. Because his vision becomes your vision. And if you don't have vision, two of you are going to perish. But there is no vision. The people perish. But if you don't know how to see things that way, and he can be a good guy, but if you are wise, know this, you don't need to be arrogant. I'll talk about the ladies very soon. But you can ask questions. Oh, Lifet, where are we going? Where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? Where do you see yourself in 5 years' time? What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? Amen. Now, that's a very humble question because knowing that his achievement is connected to you. But from beginning, if you don't know that, you will want to have vision on your own. That's why I look at some ladies that say, what do you want to do? So you are, we did that do without thinking of your man inside yet. By the time your man will now come tomorrow and bring his own vision, your own vision is already clashed. Then you are like, if whom I oppress. No, you have made a wrong decision because you want to do this without thinking him first. Because that is what is bringing, because self-righteous actually brings division. Wherever self, self, self is, it brings what? Division. Now, I will emphasize a little bit about ladies and girls again. Listen. Even if you manage, because one of the things that is causing the marriage is the fear of God. If the fear of God is so much in you, you cover up and cover up and cover up. But let me tell you, eh, there is nothing but the, I mean, the, uh, uh, covering up is a suffering. You don't marry to endure. You marry to enjoy. Wow. So covering will not make you endure, endure, endure. Instead of enjoying your marriage. Can I show you one thing? Where are every ladies here? Wave your hand. Listen. You are his rib. So you are his material. You come out of him. You must look like him. Ideological. 
mindset in his test the moment you want to be outside that way of thinking you are still problem it will cause problem in the future you know when it will cause problem when the animal is clapped Hello. The honeymoon is not just the honeymoon I'm saying. The young time of the marriage. Because in the young time, ah, you can see wear nice things and throw and do that and do that. By the time all those honeymoons clap, all those well, flesh or what that means clap. Don't quote me wrong. Flesh is good in marriage. Hello? Marriage is a fleshly thing. I'm not trying to spiritualize everything. But when that is finished, the reading, you will see. Then problem starts. Because your mind and his mind is different. Your mind should be found in his mind. This is, it's a, it's a, this is the bone of my bone. And this is the flesh of my flesh. So Adam saw it. There is too much similarities. There is too much resemblance. There is too much one of a kind. Adam did not look at the monkey and say, Nay, this is the no 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 you are you don't look like me. But when he saw Eve, he looked like him. Hallelujah. It's very important what I'm saying. Self-righteous. So a self-righteous person, number one, want to be on his own. Hmm. You don't know how this is deep. Especially now. The children is growing. Send the children to their father. Tell him, I need money. Go to your dad. It's your father. It's your dad. That's your father. That's your father. Somebody that is self-righteous will say, is a mic in the ring. It's a self-righteous statement. It is our children. Hello? When you are selfless, you start saying our, 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 especially ladies and sons. It's my child. It's my child. It's my child. There are statements that cause division. And there are statements that bring you together. Hallelujah. Say, Pastor, you can't say it's my church. It's God's church. But it's our church. It's our assembly. There are statements that bring people together. There are statements that tear people apart. Amen. Amen. The first thing I want to talk about self-righteous is that. Is that they want to be by their self. Hallelujah. Number two. Hello? Hello? Oh. I don't, I don't be angry with me. I'm not sentimental. I'm not choosing side. I'm just telling you the truth. Hello? And if you listen to this truth, if you marry and behave like that, you remember me. You remember me. Amen. I don't want you to turn into marriage. I have a lot to say. Because this generation will need God like never before. And in the sense that we need the right mindset. Praise the Lord. Now, number two. When you are self-righteous, you find it difficult to accept your wrong. Going deeper now. Hello? What did I say? 
That was the problem of Adam and Eve. A self-righteous person blame other people. When you are dealing with a self-righteous person, they give you a complex answer. The complex answer is, Adam, where are you? The thing I ask you not to touch, you have taken and eat it. Instead of Adam to behave like David and say, God, I'm sorry, I have sinned. No, he says it's the woman you gave to me. There's a self-righteous people, if you are with them, they don't accept wrong. They don't accept they are doing wrong. Oh, it's the woman you gave to me. Because he, you know, she manipulated me. So they have no personal responsibility of what they have done, done wrong. Self-righteous. And what happened? Adam blamed Eve. The same Eve, Eve blamed the serpent. And when God asked the serpent, the serpent was still. The serpent did not say anything. That is how they show authority. People who carry power and anointing, they don't talk too much. They accept their wrong. And they repent and they receive forgiveness. Hallelujah. When you are wrong, how do you behave? Maybe the people are not here, but even though you are not like that, it's good for you to know it. So that when the time comes, you know how to how to act. When you are wrong, how do you behave? Hello? Now, because of this, self-righteous lead to gossip. I will deal with this a lot tonight. What did I say? Do you know why self-righteous little to gossip? If somebody is wrong, for example, and you rebuke the person, the person will not talk in your presence. Because the person wants to justify himself, he will go out of the church and go and talk to somebody else. Hello? You know, anytime people gossip, they are trying to justify themselves. The part in them that is weak, they are trying to look for another weak person and enjoy it together. They amplify that part of them that they're supposed to have. At the rebuke that they're supposed to have, know that, hey, this is wrong. Let me give up of this thing and let me repent. They will withdraw a little bit. They will act nice in your face. They will go back and they will go and talk. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Don't be part of gossipers. Listen, it has come to my notice that people gossip even in this church. I thought it was nothing like that, but I'm telling you, we need to fight this thing very serious. People gossip even within yourself. I've come to know that. And you are, let me tell you, you are doing yourself. Especially if you go and gossip about me, you are doing yourself. Sure. You are doing yourself. I have watched them and I have saw them and I have seen them. And it has come to my notice. Don't be self-righteous. Hallelujah. Let's see Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28. 
Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28. I read in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. A forward man sowed strife, and a, whis a whisperer separated chief friends. Mm -hmm. I need good. This is my thank you, Michelle. A perverse man spread strife. Now, the reason why you are spreading strife is because you are perverse. Perverse means you are corrupt. Perverse means your heart is not pure. Hello? Because now, if you not go into the word of God, the Bible says, blessed are the peacemaker. Now, some people, sometimes when situations happen, they don't know the stand that they are taking. What is your stand? Your stand, it can only be one out of the two. Are you part of the problem? Are you adding to the problem? Or are you part of the solution? Or are you adding to the solution? It's two things. So sometimes people play part of the problem or they add to the problem. It's not about what happened. When you play part of the problem or you add to the problem, you were perverse. Hello? But if you play part of the solution or find solution, you are a righteous man. So the reason why you spread strife, how can you spread strife? You need to spread the gospel. The gospel is good news. Anything that comes out of your mouth will be a good news. You should not be spreading strife. Because you are perverse, that is why you find interest to talk about corrupt things. Why is it that it's only you that see it? You are like the sons of Noah. The father is naked. Now you are close to him. You saw it, you go and tell others. You were part to add to the problem than to solve the problem. You are perverse. I call for repentance in the name of Jesus. Hello. A perverse must press strife. And one who gossip separate intimate friends. So gossip brings division. A gossiper is more dangerous than a fornicator. A fornicator fornicates and sin against himself. And perhaps if you ask for, if you ask for forgiveness, God will forgive him or her. And he will carry on his life. And he can even have a better relationship tomorrow more than some people. Because I read it in the Bible. In the Bible, Jesus said there was a man that God was giving assignment to do. Jesus was giving a parable. He said he would not go. He will not go. He will not go. He will not go. He said that later he repented and he started going. And the one that he gave before that was going is not going again now. He said, among two of them, who is better? He's the one that was sinner before that repented. Hello? Am I teaching at all? So, gossip can bring a mighty division. When somebody fornicates, and, and I'm not saying go and fornicate because you are doing yourself. It is a sin against God. But that sin is unto him or her alone. But the one that gossip can destroy marriage, destroy a whole community, destroy a church self. Hello? The Bible said, one who gossip separates intimate friends.
know why? Do you know why? Gossip kills trust. The moment you gossip and somebody hear it, it kills the trust the person has towards you. Number two, it kills the confidence that somebody has towards you. Number three, it downgrades your integrity. Hallelujah. Some of you may think Papa sometimes is hard. That's why I'm like that. That's why I confront. That's why I like face to face talk. Amen. A one that confronts you face to face has nothing to say in your back. Amen. But the one that do nice in your front, they are dangerous. They are like, they are like a green snake <laughs> under the green grass. The grass is green, the snake is green, so you cannot really see that there is a snake there. <coughs> Hallelujah! Gossip. When you become a born again, your heart needs to be sanctified and your tongue needs to be sanctified. Watch what you say. Hallelujah. It is self-righteous that lead to gossip. Listen, eh? There shouldn't be any gossip here. You know why? Discipleship class is a question class. Hey! You are not going to a church whereby, oh, you can get access to my pastor. I can, you know, if you cannot ask questions, it can sometimes bring confusion in your mind that. But here, every Friday, you can ask a question. So there shouldn't be any bad or bad talk or side talk. Everything that is your question, ask it. We will give you the answer in the light of the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Proverbs eleven thirteen. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 13. I read in the name of Jesus. A tale-bearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Amen. You see that? Let me, let me get it in here. You see? He who goes about as a gossip reveals secrets. But he who is trustworthy and faithful keep a matter hidden. Is it my word? No. Is it my word? No. This is my word. It's the word of God. And I'm telling you, it is self-righteous that lead to gossip. Because you want to justify yourself. You go to somebody that you feel like your weaknesses is more acceptable there. And people like they always look like, they always look for like-minded minds in the church. People that think the way they think. Yeah? If I go to that one that is, uh, maybe if I go to Michelle, Michelle will correct me. So I won't go there. If I go to Leslie, she will correct me. I won't go there. So I will go to Jennifer. So I will go to Jennifer. We will discuss about it. And Jennifer will pamper your, your sin. Because, and when Jennifer pamper your sin, they conclude like she understand me. They call it understanding. <laughs> yes, she understand me. She be cried more. Yeah, as it now, you know what? You be cried more. 
God be like nicks. He only be like his word. Yeah. He be like his own word. Yeah. You are laughing. It's a Bible study. God be like his own word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, gossip so is so discord, and God hates that. He's so distrust and he's so discord. Now, do you know that? I'm, I'm, I'm asking God for more wisdom to operate. Because I've dreamed some dreams and like it can't. I literally say some of you is gossiping, I'm telling you. And it is because it's a dream and a vision, I will not call you one on one and talk to you. Exactly. <clears throat> some are here, most of them are not here. And let me tell you stop it. Don't go and destroy yourself. Stop it. What did I say? Stop it. Stop it. The best thing to do is to come and talk. Jesus said, if a brother offends you, go to your brother. Talk to him. If he did not listen, call another brother. Talk to him. Don't bring people matter to your BFF. Your BFF that also have a naive mindset. Don't do that. Or go to your pastor and talk. Let me tell you, if you come and tell me about Jennifer, you are not gossiping. I will just give you, tell you the right thing to do. I'll just tell you, go and meet him or her, or do this, or I'll call her myself. Let's see the book of Psalm 101, verse 5. I tell you, I will emphasize on this a lot. Psalm 101, verse 5. Whoso proudly slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart will not, will not I suffer. Can you please read it again? Whoso proudly slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. Whosoever secretly slandered his neighbor, him will I silence. This is now God speaking here. And the one who hath a haughty look and a proud heart or arrogant heart will I, I, I will not tolerate. So because of time, you see what God said. There's a place in the book of Proverbs that God was saying that system that God hated. I said, because of time, we're not going to quote it. He said, a, a, a man that you know that 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 have a proud look, etc., that sowed discord among brethren, that bring disconnection 
among brethren. Can I tell you something? Ability to solve problems make you one of the people that carry the fruit of the spirit. Amen. If you if something happened, if if you are even wrong, ability to see it it means that you are not self-righteous. Hello? Self-righteous people, why they are doing that and bring it to gossip is that they want to feel good about themselves. Yes. They want to feel, I want to feel good about myself. So uh, the, the, the truth in the matter is not your concern. Because lies truth. Yeah. They call lies truth. They lie. Praise the living God. Praise Master Jesus. Self-righteous can also be doing something else outside the vision in the church. Because you think you can do it. That was the problem of Aaron. Moses went to the mountain to go and seek God. And Aaron and the people said, this Moses, we don't know what have become him. You see, this is gossip. That is a talk. We don't know what have become him. So now Moses, a golden calf, another decision, another vision, another way, another way of doing things. Instead of let us pray for Moses, so that God can hasten him to come back. Hallelujah. Now the funniest thing is that. The people agree on it. Hello? Let us mow the golden calf. It means that he come with another idea. That was not the idea of God. That was the idea of, of man, of an idea outside the vision. Hallelujah. Self-righteous. Praise the Lord. Now, my question is, if you see somebody that is self-righteous, would you know it? Okay, let me be more simple so that it can really get into you. Number one, Number one. When somebody come to you and come and discuss about himself, that is welcome. He is passing through something, it is him. And if he confidence to talk to you, it is okay. It is him. But if somebody come to you and come and discuss about somebody else, this is now not even the gossiper. It's you. A while ago, I said, gossip die in the wise of you. In the eyes of the wise man. The moment you bring the gossip here, I told you that. Have you told him? He said, No, ma, 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 what is ma? Go to the person and go and talk to the person. This thing has nothing to do with me and I'm not interested. And the way I see you behaving now, for you to come and tell me, that means you can also go and tell somebody else. Go to the person and don't do this anymore. If everybody's mindset is like that, you will see that the gossip will become less. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
22 weeks ago about Absalom's spirit. Absalom is a big self-righteous person. Do you know the word slandering? Hmm? It comes this way. That you are speaking evil about somebody. And as you are speaking evil about somebody, spiritually, you can release evil spirit against the person. Because what you are pronouncing about the person can affect the person's spirit. That's why gossip goes to hell. May God have mercy on us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, am I teaching you something at all? Yes. So everywhere you find yourself, remove yourself out of it. If somebody comes to you, send the person back to the person. Hallelujah. If this, if, what is his name? Russia is your best friend. And I keep on telling you, Russia is blue. Russia is blue. Russia is blue. It does not matter how much you love Russia. For the fact that you are entertaining me to speak against Russia and telling you Russia is blue, one day you start seeing Russia blue. And your relationship with Russia will start to get denied. Before you know, you have started seeing Russia as blue. Meanwhile, Russia is not blue at all. Why am I saying this? See, don't entertain gossips. Don't let somebody bring gossip onto you. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you, you will think I'm preaching this because of me. No, I'm preaching it because as a Christian, we need to be like a Christian. Amen. Am I communicating? Do you know that most of you here, eh, you are gossip about yourself? No, you are saying yourself, and I know it. Yeah, almost all of you here have come to me and talked to me. Not about gossip, about what you are passing through. And in that, I could see how you relate to one another. Was with God. Now, what did God do? God is God is loving. God is all knowing. The, see, the best thing that can happen to anybody in this world, what to come, what to come from the beginning to the end. You know the best thing that can happen to you? I believe it's, it, that destiny, eh? I believe that's what God gave to Lucifer. I don't want to go there because I don't think what the statement eh, that I'm about to make is a full truth. But let me say it. I believe that's one of the reasons why Lucifer will not be forgiven. You know why? God gave him the best. Mm. You know what's the best? The highest thing that God can give to you is his presence. I'm, t- I'm telling you, the highest thing, the highest place, God can place you in his very presence. So he gave Lucifer that. He put Lucifer in his very face to worship him. 
Because there is pleasure forevermore. That's what the Bible said. Now, what, what happened? What was Lucifer telling the one dead of the angels? What was he telling them? That these angels know God, saw God, worship God, was dead. For him to see how powerful wealth is, what was he telling them? How come they followed him? This is serious. How come they followed him? So sometimes you ask yourself, can people, what did I do that people are talking about me? No, it's not anything that you do. The person that talked against you or talked bad about you, to be honest, it's not because of the bad thing you do. It's the lifestyle of the person. Wow. Yes. I got this revelation few months ago. I start posting things on Facebook less. I get the revelation. That when you are you are only allowed to teach and to preach and to reveal what God gives to you. To the people God sent you to. So when I'm in the church, God sent me to you. I am your pastor. Yeah, I can really speak and minister. But in the public, let me tell you, anything you say is not just me speaking well or speaking bad of lesson. It's revealing me. Don't get the revelation. What you say, you see some people, they... Their post is always complain. So that means complaint is coming out of you, 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 continually. And that means your fountain needs healing. That means inside of you need reparation because it is what comes out of you. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you speak about people, yeah, in an ill way, you are trying to remove the, the speck out of the person's eye without looking at the plank in your own eye. So, self righteous people see themselves better than everybody. And they don't look at their own errors. May God help us. One more thing I want to emphasize on. And I'll take questions. In a church like this. And in a team. I'll show you self-righteous character. Please. A self-righteous is full of himself and a self-righteous person does not think he needs to take permission from anybody before he do whatever he's doing. It is wrong. <laughs> Hallelujah. What is the opposite of self-righteous? The righteousness of God. And what is the righteousness of God? Self-denier. If anyone should follow me, let him deny himself. So when you find yourself in a team, I repeat again, a team has a leader. 
A house has a leader. A church has a leader. Working place has a leader. For example, you are not coming today. Oh, I'm not coming today, please. That means you are selfless. You understand what we are doing together. But when you are full of self, you have no accountability to anybody. You just do things by your own self. So you come when you want, and you come when you did not want. That's self-righteous. Hello? Let me tell you. I know some of you will think, but self-righteous have to do this. You are trying to make yourself righteous. Yes, I know those things. I'm trying to say it is the blood of Jesus that makes us righteous. That is the uh, gateway and the mastermind of to have the righteousness of God. It is by Jesus Christ. It is by the grace of God. We are not righteous on our own. But now it is more for now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know that I've met so many self-righteous people on the street when I go for evangelism. Yeah, I've gone to that church. 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 And now, you know what? I don't think I need to go to church anymore. I need to stay at home. A self-righteous man. There is a place you live for God. That God, you may need, but I leave it to you. You continue. Jesus said, it is impossible that offense will not come, but who unto them? That by them, offense come. Those who bring offense, that you have a reason not to continue. There's no reason. The moment you become safe, that's when you have no reason to continue. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I have no reason to continue. That is self. That's when self manifests. This topic is very interested. I'm going to pause. I want everybody to be open. We are going into dialogue now. I'm going to dialogue by the word of God. I need questions. And answers and interaction about this self-righteous topic that leads to gossip and that brings division among the people. Somebody did I have an usher here? Take the microphone and give him it. Oh, he has one already. Yes. How do you correct somebody that is self-righteous? Like they are actually because sometimes when you um, correct somebody that is self-righteous, they justify what they have done with a lot of knowledge and everything. That is really a self-righteous person. That is a self-righteous. Anybody that justifies wrong is a self-righteous person. A person can justify wrong by not coming to the service. Yes, the person is indirectly protesting. Mm. The, the, that character is a statement. A person can think that, you know what, all of them is wrong. That's self-righteous. There's more reason to come to the service. A self-righteous person does not want to hear anything that he or she does wrong. 
Now, the question is, how do you deal with the person? Now, it depends. It depends who the person is. So you have to place the person category in your question so that I know how to answer it. You know, I, I'm not cutting you. I want everybody to listen. My aim of this teaching is to have a healthy church. To really have a healthy church. To have a church that is not having grudges, complaints, murmuring, and all that. And it's to, for us to be a real Christian. So anyone that is asking questions, ask a practical question. Ask a question that when it brings answer, it brings light, and it solves problems that we are passing through. You know, let's be real. Yeah, ask it. Um, I can, for example, um, you see that somebody that is above you is that kind of person, and you know you feel like you are not in a position to say something. And when you try to say something, you get the, all the knowledge, and this person just how do you deal with that kind of person that is above you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can still ask. Yeah. That's, let me see. Now, when somebody is always above you, the thing that brings problem is the arrogance of the of the younger one but when the person that is younger come in honorable way but you say the truth you have delivered the truth if the person does not take it and does not justify it and if you don't have any other person to talk to strategically you need to pray and when you pray, God will correct that person. I'm telling you, God will correct that person. You need to pray. You need to commit it to the hand of God. You need to pray that God will reveal it to him or her. Hallelujah. And then now when the person comes with all kind of knowledge, you have to also have a deeper discernment, understanding as well, to see if what he's saying is true or wrong. Yeah, because the person that thinks the, the other person is self-righteous, may be self-righteous himself. Wow. Yeah. It is the knowledge now of the word of God that proves who is self-righteous. Amen. Um. Um, yes, Papa, as like an uh, example, you see like a brother or a sister um, has how can I say, like made an error. And you said uh, self-righteous people that don't uh, see their own uh, mistakes, that don't see their own errors that they made. And um, you just know, like if you want to say something to that person, um, like what you did is wrong. You just know that person is gonna, not gonna transform it up, but it's gonna gossip, it's gonna go to another one, like or the, a group and say like, um, like Russia said this to me, and will not transform it up, but just, um, gossip about it. Uh, what can what can you like uh, do in such a situation? Is it like good to still go to the person, or is it uh, or is it good to just um, how can I say to have a distance? Now I want to give you a, a, a good example. This is this after to do with a lot of wisdom. Do you know that if you do something wrong, and I know, I will not ask you. And this wisdom. As you explain, I expect you to come to me. 
That is called officially. You come to me and tell me, Papa, I'm passing through this. Because you are bought with a price. You are a child of God and you have your right and all these things. Salvation is personal. I know my place. I'm not your God. I'm just a, a caretaker that guides you through the word of God. So my assignment is to teach you the word. So if you do something wrong and I know about it, fear and recant, and you did not tell me, I will say nothing to you. There are many people like that in the church. And they will think they are smart and I'll just be laughing with them. Because the general love is always need to be there. About to play with you, go. I expect you to come and tell me. You understand what I'm saying? So when you tell me, I'm like, oh, he's open. And I say, oh, this is not good. You should do it this way. Or if it's a good thing also, I'll tell you, this is good. And do it this way. You know, I will advise you. And those who know me know that. If you come to me and talk, it's always nice. Even though if you are wrong, it's always nice. Bible said, those who are spiritual, you store souls in the spirit of meekness. So it is always calm. You, I wish you can ask others, they will tell you. So now, the point is, number one, it depends on who is the person to you. If you hear it, and the person did not tell you himself, that means the person thinks that he don't have a, a, enough relationship with you to share with you. You too do like you don't see it. Somebody must invite you into the privacy of his life. Now, but when the person is doing the wrong thing in your presence, as a Christian, as a brother, he's just doing in your presence now. He says, oh, you know, that is no good. Don't do that. Now, if the person is your mentee and you are the person's mentor, Say, hey, and he's doing it in your presence. But don't do that. Why are you doing that? That is wrong. You correct the person. But if the person did not tell you, and the person is not doing it in your in your front, as a matter of how did you know? <laughs> that means you to have entertained gossip. <laughs> yeah. You see? So I would never ask you. But if you come by yourself and tell me, I'll advise you. And if you do it in my face, I'll rebuke you or I'll correct you. You see how it goes? But for me to just say that, oh, Jennifer, I hear that you do this. For what? Help to God. Help to herself. That means somebody is telling, telling you about me. That means the, even the person talking in a defensive way to want to defend himself. Did, did, did that bring some light to you? So now, if, if the person open up to you and come and talk to you, for the person to open up to you and talk to you, the person also will receive your advice. That means the person believes in you and he trusts you that you can give him advice according to the word of God. Amen? Is it clear to you? And um, if you just know the person don't, don't want to change, like if you, um, how can I say it? The thing is, you have to know that, listen, you can't change people. That's why I said that. You don't even talk to people. I'll give you an example. Everybody, are you see here? Yes. 
My neighbor is there. He has his children. He's smoking weed, and I'll pass. Whatever if I tell him weed smoking is not good, he tells me been here. What am I going to say? Yeah, some people can talk like that. We bear you have a mighty breath. What is that? The person already even have the, the attitude. How did the person know that I'm a pastor? And when I'm coming, he's going to smoke it more. His body language has speak already. So I will just pass. And when I'm led by the spirit, I can say, Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I can preach to the person. Not directly attacking what the person has done wrong. You can just talk about the love of God to that person. Yeah, you getting it. So that is very, very important. So if the person is behaving like he's going to talk after you room, in the first place, I want to deal with that first place first. What was the link of you talking to the person from the first place? Tell me. Did the person come to report himself to you? No. Number two, did you see the person doing that thing face to face? How can I say, not face to face, but um, well, let me see you saw it on the phone. You saw example on the phone? Yes. What do you mean? You, um, you check the phone of the person? No, not the phone of the person, like um, Snapchat, Facebook. You just see the person doing that thing live. I still don't understand. You saw that. Like picture or video? Yes, or like a picture. Not that you go in the phone of the person, but you just uh as I said, you saw the picture of uh, someone on Facebook and you just you just know what is wrong. I don't understand. For example, the person was supposed to be you saw that you have posted that on Facebook, so you know that you are supposed to be but you didn't tell the church. Okay, that one will talk to you. It's the same. You are doing it on my face. If you post, if like if you are a girl, you go and you come to this church, you go and dress anyhow, and put it on Facebook. Me, if I see, I'll tell you direct. So that way you can tell the can tell the person that. Oh, and if the person is also now, let me ask you. Because I don't want to confuse you. That's why I'm careful. Did the person come to this church? Yes. The person come to this church? Yes. Okay. Very good. It's your brother. You can confront the person. You can tell the person that, uh, uh, Bru or uh, uh, Zeus, the thing that I saw that you posted, is not good. We are Christian. We don't do that. You know? It's not good towards God. And you bring shame to the name of God. You should not do that. And if you tell the person, when you are telling the person, nobody should be there. It should be one-on-one. -on -one. Hello? Hi. Now, let me give you another example. I went to uh, Bema Parak. There is a spot there that you do like this. I was feeling that the long time I said, let me go and do it. I used to go there. So when I was there, 10 men, they were standing there, 10. 10, they were all engineers, they were training. I was alone standing here, not far. The children closed from school. Those children, they are 16, 17 years, 18 years, they are past their guests. 
And one of the man was calling the girl. He was saying, Hey. And the girl said, I am under 18. You should not be calling me like this. And the man was saying, all kind of things that is not good with mouth to the girl. And the girl said, I want you under 18. You should not talk to me like that. The girl go. So, all of a sudden, as they were discussing, I found that I was getting angry. So somebody tell me, control yourself. So I was still doing the thing. <laughs> so then later, I, I almost want to talk. Some of them don't talk. That's not how to talk. Then, God, eh, God is so good. The man that called the girl single himself out of that big group and come a little bit towards where I was doing my thing. And he want to train with the other one. That one, you run like this. Then I say, hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You are calling that young man Joseph. That girl can be your daughter. He said, Oh, he just changed. He just wants to change to make it because he realized that, hey, somebody's, somebody saw it and he know where the mother is going. I said, That is beautiful. That's beautiful. He said, No, I didn't mean it. I said, I have a daughter that is went to school. That close at this time, that is coming from school now. As a man like you, are making the environment not to be safe for children like girls to walk around. I said, I felt so ashamed of you. Why are you doing such thing like that? He said, well, I'm sorry, uh, I was just playing. I said, You were not, you are lying. I said, You see, I did not shout for you in public. I know that if I tell you where the people is, you get more ashamed. So I let you come to me and we discuss one on one. I said, never try it anymore. Because there are eyes watching you. Yeah. He said, I'm sorry. He just wow. Wow. You see? Now, this thing can cause fight. This thing can bring peace. The way you address it, if I just, because men are always want to protect themselves. If I just talk, yeah, what are you doing? Can be. And there are people like that that can really want to protect the girl, but still speak in the wrong way. And the man will feel like protecting himself and want to fight and cause problem. But I let him come to me and I correct him one on one. He's a big man. Maybe it's my age or he's senior me. I corrected him well. Amen. So, if it's a brother or a sister, speak in love, but tell the person the truth. Don't tell the person like you want to show like you are better, but just speak in love. And if the person did not listen, then the person is not really a Christian. Because there are church doers that are not Christians. There are many. Amen. So, did I answer you? It goes to every other person. Susie. Yes, I have a question. For example, me and Jamario, we have Lucy, and let's say my F brush. And like I want to speak about it with 
from Shereka, but I have very few spoken with Jamari, but it's in the middle of states much and it's private Shereka. Is that an old gossip? I think if Sharifa is uh, your BFF, don't talk to Sharifa. Because Sharifa will talk to you in the way you want. You talk to another, a leader or a neutral person so that the person can tell you the truth. There's always your friend. Always the way your friend will talk to you. Except the friend is really mature enough not to look at your face and speak in the ways of God. And that, that is difficult to find. There are people like that, but it's not really easy to find. So if you are talking to Jennifer, I wonder what Jennifer will tell you. Because Jennifer is your friend. And I know that the first neutral person, I mean, the first third person you want to talk to is the person that you feel that you understand you. And that's always a BFF. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you should go to a person that is a little bit neutral and you know that this person can tell me the truth. And the person also, it, me, what I'll do, let me be very honest with you. Okay, I won't use none of you to make example. Let me see. My pastor friend is me and he have Rosie. He is wrong. Yeah. And he, we said to him, but I'm not satisfied. You know what I will do? Most time me, I leave you to. But I don't say you should do that because you, you are younger. What I will do, I won't go to my own friend. I will look for his friend. I will look for the person he listened to. That's what I do. Yes, I will look for the person he listened to. Like his own spiritual father or, or his own mentor, the person above him. I will talk to that one. See, something like this happened. And I just want you to talk to this matter because this is how I found it. Yes. Do you do you get it a little bit? So I'm trying to help you not because at the end of the day, if you talk to your best friend and it does not lead to calling Jim Mario and three of you sitting down and settling need, it was just gossip. It has to then lead to you and Jimari have said to And then uh, if you and Jimari really said to you, will not look for the third person. I'm honest. There's a place inside of you that was not satisfied with the settlement. That's why you are looking for a third party. You see, you, are you getting it? So if the third party hear it, the third party have to call Jimari and settle it again. Yeah? Or go to your pastor. Or go to your mentor. You see what I'm saying now? Go to your mentor. But the third party, it will always need to talk. And there are people in the church that <coughs> want to behave like they know everybody's story. Avoid that. I hope I will advise you. Okay. You was S. Baba, I have a question. Yes. For example, um, in my house. Yes. That some things, for example, my father is doing. Yeah. That I don't like. 
and the only one I can report to is my mother. Am I causing division at that moment? Oh, that's a very good question. Me, I have asked my mother this question, as big as I am. As a mama, who can I report you to? <laughs> she laughed. And she said she will get back to me. Then, when I go to Nigeria, she brought two people I can report her to. She said, why did you ask? See, mama, you know. Who can I report you to? Now, and truly, she introduced two people to me, two of his family, but I never reported her. Now, for your dad, uh, it really, really depends on the on uh, your dad and mom how close they are. There are some men that have that they never offended about their wife. They find safety with their wife. And if you tell your mom, if it is that is the scenario of the house, you tell your mom, it, it will not be a problem. Because your mom also will not treat the case like to take you to side, being in her side. Your mom will advise you back how to handle the matter where. I give example in the, in the Bible. For example, the mother of Jacob was, the, was one of the best mother in the Bible. He will always guide, guide Jacob to his father, how to get blessing for his father. The mother of Jacob did not say, stand with me, I'll pray for you. There's a mother that do that. They will pray a fleshly prayer. They, you know that the boy and his father has no good relationship. And the father is angry with him. And you will say, you are my son, you will surely prosper. The blessing is not in your mouth, you are a woman. Tell him how to be humble to his father so that his father can pray for him. So that's what the mother did. The mother helped him to go back to his father because the mother carried the caring, the father carried the blessing. That's how God had made it. You understand what I'm saying? So he helped him to go to his father so that the father can pronounce the blessing upon him. So this is a very complex question. Depend on your household. You, you are the one to study your household. If you study your home, you see that mama is like a type of a woman that's a daddy's girlfriend. Because there are marriage like that. That the, the father and the mother, they are husband and wife, but they are still also besties and they share one thing in common. You see that they still have a certain level of romance. The father will not be offended if you talk to your mother because your mother knows the right button to press when they are alone. And your father will understand it. But if if, if there is no that kind of relationship, if, if, if some mothers, if it's a type of a mother, that will take you as a side. That provoke the man more. You better don't do it. You get it. I hope you understand it because it's a complex question. If, because some, some mothers are like that. Some father also is doing it with girls. Let me bring a balance. Their daughter is never wrong. The mother wanted her to do this, maybe shout for her. Then the father will come and still tell her that, yeah, you shout too much. No, it's her daughter. So the relationship of two of them, you don't need to say that here. I'm just telling you to think about it so that you can know what to do. Okay, Papa will talk to you then about it privately. And so that you can be more open. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not being such a talk. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Questions? 
question is um, when are you discussing something and when are you like gossiping? Very good. That's a very good question. Discussing something depending on what you are discussing. Now, I'll give you a clear example. The you take the picture. The picture is not good. I will never tell you. I will never tell her. I will never tell you. I will never tell you. It doesn't concern them. Because if I tell them, you have a way of anything that will dent you, I won't tell them. I'll call you. And they say, Riva, oh, you are doing well. That picture you take, take it better. Take. The moment I'm telling them about women where I can tell you, I'm gossiping. I should not do that. You understand what I'm saying? I should call you and talk to you. But now, if I'm talking to you, talking to her about things I'm discussing, or about the word of God, I'm discussing the word of God. And about the preaching today, I'm discussing about that is not gossip. And also, I can discuss about you, but I will always make sure the thing I'm saying is the good part of you. Because, you see, the Bible said, anything that leads to gossip, which, listen carefully, is always evil because it is the bad in the person. That's why the Bible said that a perverse man promotes strife. You understand? But a faithful man, how did the scripture say again? A perverse man provokes strife. So the thing that is discussed in the secret is always the wicked point of others. You understand what I mean? That's where why it becomes a gossip. You understand? Always, if it is your age mate, you should just talk to the person face to face. If it is your leader, you should respectfully then ask a question and talk about it. Or maybe I don't understand this thing. It can even be me. You say, oh, I don't understand this particular thing. But can you explain it better to me one more? Or can I make a point there with you? Because I don't understand it. Then I will explain it to you. I will teach you. Because if you don't do that, you go and discuss with somebody. The person will discuss something else with you. And that thing will create an image of me in your eyes. You start to see me wrong. And the moment you see me wrong, God cannot really use me to bless you. It block your blessing. You understand? And it give, it give you a wrong view about me. I use myself as an example. I hope you understand this now. That's why Jesus said, if your brother offends you, go to him. And if you did not listen, then go to Is it clear? Yes. Now, do we, are we learning? We should not do like we are, oh, my daughter wants to ask a question. Yes. Papa, I have a question. Um, for example, say for your dagger or imagine both it to its machine very faint of the country. Now, who can you get a second of South Africa that you must go and that the best the person that go when you have is to eat take a yeah now i want to translate it to english somebody that your leader do something 
against you. Wrong against you. Yeah. You don't, you don't like. yeah, or before with Imani older than you. Yeah, somebody that is older than yeah. you. Do something against you. Right? Yeah. If it's against you, you should tell it. That's what I'm saying that he's against you. If he's against you, you should tell him. You tell him in a nice way. But if it is if he if he or she do wrong, but it's not against you, you should not uh, he, he do it against you yeah. or he spoke against you. Yeah. You should tell the person, don't be afraid. And don't tell the person harsh. Just tell the person this, 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 that. You don't like it. I'm telling you. We are both. But we are not arrogant. Boldness and arrogant is not the same thing. Yes. Talk. I don't. This thing I don't like. This, you know. Yeah. 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 My time is Yes. Um, recently put up the cover of the What is he saying? Yes. He asked why is it wrong to gamble for something. Why is it wrong to? Why is it wrong? Why is gambling wrong? Okay. Gambling is wrong because the foundation is is evil. It's a, it's a, you are playing a game. And um now I want to be seeing your face. Have you seen where they are now they are modernized gambling? They have modernized it. But have you seen where they are gambling before? It's always criminals and stouts and street boys. And there's a bad spirit behind it. Foundation is wrong. Okay. Can you imagine you come and see me gambling? You would like it? Yeah. So gambling is wrong. Simple as that. Yes, Iman. Okay, you see I want more Let her finish. Why people die young? Yeah. Okay. It is not the will of God for us to die young. Some people die young because mostly the enemy took them. Yeah? So, um, God is not responsible for their death. They go before their time. That's why we Christians, we need to pray. And we need to have a relationship with God. So, if you, something like that is coming, you can dream, you can see it, God can shoot you through dream, or through people, or through the church. As we are here now, there is a grace upon this mission. Now, God forbid bad things. Something may want to happen to you. And you may not know. Sometimes I may know. Sometimes I may not know. And Jimario may dream about it. And tell me. Because when God looks at us, he sees us as one people. So they will pray. And we can remove it. We can cancel it through the grace of God and through the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. So, but the reason why they die young is because the enemy take them. The Bible said he came to steal and to kill and to destroy. If you read the word of God, the word of God said, 
the numbers of your days I will fulfill. Jesus died 33 years and a half. He was young in the eyes of men, but that is exactly the time God wants him to spend. You understand? Before that day, there was a time in the Bible, the Bible said, they tried to take him. He said, but because his time was not yet, they could not take him. So we have a specific time that we need to spend here. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Okay. They evangelize, but they evangelize in different ways. Even the devil evangelizes. The devil is the one that evangelizes the most. Yes, but people don't know. That cartoon film you watch, that was evangelizing. You watch it, it enters you. And when it enters your soul, it controls you. You understand? Even football, that was evangelizing. Football. Yes. Yes. I watch football, or I play football for fun. It's not the center of my heart. When it becomes the center of your heart, the devil has evangelized you. You hear what I'm saying? And you go and look at me now. Look at the football of us. You know what they call Manchester United? Red Devils. Yes, Red Devils. And I see Christians. They will, if you tell them we are going to do SLC, let us do T-shirts. 20 euros. They'll go and buy Manchester JC. 100 euros. And this Red Devils. And they'll do stupid. And they are Christians. Yes. Hello? Do you know what they call Asena? Gunners. Gunners. And now, the way Christian we, if you go to some Christian house, local Asena, 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 Asena. What is there? If I tell you the mystery of football, you will shock. That is why they put football on Sunday. They use it to replace the time of God. You understand? So when you do it, why are you looking at <laughs> so, listen. I will balance it. I will not say it in a religious way because there are some religious people. They don't watch football. They don't watch this. They don't do that. That's all religious. I'm not saying that. But make sure Christ is the center of your heart. Hello? That you are watching football. It's a final match. It's sweet. It's tough. And some people say, go and pray. You can still leave it and go and pray. Some people, they won't leave it for anything. Hey, I remember one day in my old church, we were growing. That day, you have to play final. Huh. What? Before the time, church, it went up to 10 people that remember. Wow. Everybody has gone. As you see them. And on Sunday, Mercy. oh, how I love Jesus. How I love Jesus. How I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. So, oh, okay, let, leave, leave, leave. I have no answer out there. Are you satisfied? What was the last question? 
She asked why um, other religions are not yeah. evangelizing. They are evangelizing. Mm-hmm. They are, they are, their own evangelizing is serious. They are going to where we don't go. You are watching YouTube. Any worship song. One second, reclamer. Under the bridge, the whole Europe, they will draw Klu Klan sign, mm. uh, uh, Illuminati sign, chalk. They would paint it, paint it, paint it. Do you know what they are doing? When they paint the whole world like that, they are marking the logos of devils there to invite spirit in the city. It doesn't matter. Go and clean it. Tomorrow they are marketing it. And it doesn't matter. Every time you clean it, you mark it. Because whatever the image you have, that is why, that is what, if you say this, people don't understand it. This room, eh? Right, Jehovah, Adonai, El Elyon, Tiskeno, Shama, Shalom. Write it everywhere. Bring a demon spirit here. It will start manifesting. I'm telling you, only wow. seeing that those names, wow. it will start because you see the spirit that the name carry. Amen. The same thing, right, right thing here. <laughs> hey. I don't want to tell you something. I'll leave it. Because some of you are not mature enough to carry it. So, they evangelize too much. You get it? Okay. But they evangelize in another way. Who else is the next? Yeah, um, was asking about why do people die young? Yeah, and um, I know that um, God sent the spirit of death in the time of Moses. When, yeah. um, but if people die young, like, is it still the, the spirit the spirit of death that God sent that is um, taking their lives? You get what I'm saying? Is that when they die young, it's not the enemy that killed them, but on the other hand, I think the spirit of death is from God, and the death, yeah. Do you understand? I understand you. I understand your question very well. Yeah. But your saying is not that at all. But I understand your question. Yeah. But your saying is not that at all. So, you are actually saying, if somebody died, yeah. is it not still God that did them? Yeah. Because God sent the spirit of death in the days of Egypt and fire, etc. The spirit of death was sent as a judgment to to Pharaoh. Yeah. Now, if you look at it, that spirit of death eh, did not kill any other people. He killed only firstborn. You get know what I'm saying? It's a judgment to the whole Egypt because it was the tenth plague. Yeah? Okay. Now, nobody by God calendar is allowed to die before his time. There is time for everything. Am I communicating? So when somebody dies before his time, it's not God. It's never God. It's the enemy. Amen? 
And one of the things that I also see that the reason why some people just die or so, that thing can be in the family. Some people have the spirit of death, some die with cancer, some die with this, some die with that, some die with that. Based on what they have already allowed in that family. The ancestors, the kind of covenant they have made, whatever they have allowed. In that family, is still traveling in the bloodline, still taking people's life. Simple answer to your question. God does not just uh, take people's life. Am I communicating? It is Satan that do that. God does not take people's life. For what? Now, people also can kill themselves. I have to say that for you to understand it. How do people kill themselves? Apart from committing suicide, if you go and do something that will run death, you die. Hello? And that one is what you sow that will come back to you again. So, you won't blame anybody for that. As of God, keep people. No. And sin can kill people. Somebody was asking me, listen, that, yeah, why would God allow this? I said, do you know that 90% of the things that happen on earth against humanity is caused by humanity but influenced by the devil? He said, why did God allow this guy? I said, no. God is in his own and where he is. You are the one doing what you are doing. You do wrong to blame God. No. Yeah. He said, yeah, but God allowed it. I said, no. Every family have parents. That's all to take care of their people. So, I've answered your question. God does not allow people to die before their time. It's enemy that caught them off. If they don't have God, if they don't pray, and God will not deliver anybody if he does not invite him to do it. That's why I say, call unto me. Amen. Ask your question. Oh, if you cannot ask, we can use this more time to pray. Okay. Another one I personally always like to leave it alone if it is a past tense. If it is something, some, something that is past. Amen. Last year, even last year till now, some of you, eh, I pray for you tomorrow. I say, God, don't, don't let this thing against them. Don't let, because if I get angry with you, you don't know. You don't know what that means. You might not like you want to ask questions. I'm answering your question by explanation. So leave the microphone. Should I say this thing again? I said there were people that gossip about me. I find out. And I pray for them. For God to help them. Because God that put something in me, I carry something, I know that. 
If you see, especially if I'm praying for you, and if I'm preaching to you, and if you go and gossip about me, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, you don't. I don't want to. I don't want. It goes, I'm sorry, I don't want to say. You don't fight the person. You fight the unction. You fight the commission. You fight the 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 grace invest in me. You fight the anointing. You fight the appointed anointing upon my life, and that will come after you. There there are people that have do it. Shall I be honest with you? There are people that do it. I pray for them. There are people that do it. I did not pray and I did not do anything and I did not say anything. The thing that happened will shock you. I'm the one telling you. Somebody have done me bad and the thing that happened. And I just know that. And when the thing that happened, and then I start praying and say, God, don't let this thing be more than this. So, don't, don't even try it. So, to answer you, what you ask, take this. If it is past, I will just let it go. But if it is not so long and you hear it, now, the person that come to tell you, tell the person, can I ask? If the person say no, forget about it, you have no valid evidence. Be honest, we have to, we have to stop that as well. I don't know if you get me. Hey, they were talking about you, but don't tell them. How will you now correct the person? Mm. You just came to create a certain chaos in the person's mind without no light. Mm. You get it? So if the person that tells you permits you to talk to the person, call the person that tells you to stand. Call the person to stand. And say, if it's a lady, okay, give it start. Yes, talk in loving way. I didn't mean it to make you feel bad, but it's not good that we do like this to each other. Look at what she tell me you say about me. Please don't do like that anymore. It doesn't it doesn't change how I see you. I still love you, but don't do that anymore. Amen. Because your intention to talk to the person is also not to make the person feel down that because one of the things we gain after we expose things is that the relationship is restored and it gets better. That's what we gain. Yeah? We lose if we lose the person. And most times as a pastor, the reason why I don't talk to the person is that I'll just forgive the person and I look far beyond what happened to me. And I I behave like I value the relationship more than to justify myself that you have said something against me. So I leave it to go. But still, I will find wisdom to talk to the person in the future. So that the person who can win the person to the Lord, the person can still be in the ministry for the glory of God. Amen. Yes, Emanuela. Um, Papa, I have a question. Um, what is the right way for a woman to have a vision? Very good question. Clap, Emanuela. Strong question. The great revelation. Very revelation, good. Revelation. Now, God gave visions. Yeah? Vision comes from God. 
Now, God is not the author of confusion. Amen. If your vision have to be there to fulfill the vision of your future husband, then now, I'm telling you, God will give you a man that look like you. That you look like. Amen. So, your vision will enhance his vision. Is that the direction of your question? Or you're just talking personally, not have to do relating with future husband and etc. Yes, yes. Now, if God give you vision, it will not bring division. Yeah? The vision, if you are married, the vision has to be known to your husband. And the vision can also enhance his vision. And he will support it, and you can still do your thing. Vision can be in diverse ways. It can be, for example, you want to have a company. You understand? Now, if that your vision does not bring a denier to your role in his life, because that is the thing that caused the biggest problem. You hear what I'm saying? Your vision should not bring a denier in your role, but in his life. Do you understand what, I, what that means? Does anybody understand the last thing I said? Do you understand it? Yes, I, I see some people understand it. Do you, you yourself understand it? Now, you say you don't understand it. If you're married tomorrow, you are a wife. So many times people forget that. Or you are a husband. So many times people forget that. Okay, you are minister as a pastor. You don't know how to minister as a husband. So the area you, you don't give attention starts becoming a disaster. You forget that you are a husband. So your pastoral life is good, but your husband's life is because you don't invest in that. Hello? So understand the role. If you marry tomorrow, you are a wife. Then after that you are a wife, you... Depending on what you do, automatically you are a wife and automatically you will be a mother. So the third role that comes out, out of your identity, if you are a, a pastor, then she's serious of what she do. She forgets she's a mother, she forgets she's a wife. So the man comes home, he doesn't find wife. Hello? When something one put head in the lap of Delilah, he just went a battle. He was looking for rest. And he went to go and put his head in the wrong leg. And that cost his life. A man has to go home, and home is the wife. Home is not the chairs and everything. Hello? No problem. Hello? You are hearing me? Home is what? Ah. Home is not the chair. Home is not the curtains. Home is not the music. Those are house. Oh, you are welcome. How was the service today? The service looks so powerful. Okay, your food is ready. Okay, 
is that that you know they talking about talk to us I'm honest to you you're asking for vision I'm answering you especially when they have to do with pastors and pastors wife a church have one person that the church is loyal to and he's the man that's the visionary if it is the woman is the visionary is the woman if it is the man is the visionary the man is the everybody's loyal to the loyalty to the partner is because of him or because of her it's a mystery now leave that yes So when you have a vision, if you have nothing to do with ministry thing, like maybe Madonna want to have a car company, you want to be selling cars. For example, you want to have a company. You want to be a millionaire. And you see that that is your vision. Then even this age, you can start it. And if you marry tomorrow, your husband like it. You see, continue. There are women that have businesses and have having things. The only thing is that it should not take your role from you. Hello? You are a wife. When you become a wife, you are a wife. The moment you take your role from you, that is, uh, your husband will have a problem. That shall not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you get it? You can have a vision. But it has to be fulfilling and enhanced the vision of your Amen. Many questions are coming. Let's ask it before we close. Doctor, I have a question. Yes. I have two questions. Yes. Ask. Um, what do you do if you dream that people are gossiping about your pastor? Should you tell your pastor? Ah, why are you asking that kind of question? You should come and tell me. Yeah. As a matter of fact, any dream, now who they ask me, any dream that has to do with the church, you dream me, come and tell me. Amen. Yes. Okay. I mean, the reason why I said that, you're supposed to know better than that. Okay. I have another question, Papa. Okay, if you find out that someone has done something and um yeah, I don't know what is that if you have found out that someone has done something and you want to confront that thing to that person because you know that the person wasn't completely honest to you and you know that if you don't confront that person like your attitude towards that person is not really right so to confirm from your, for yourself you want to talk to that person is it wise to talk about it or just to leave it you can't talk about it it depends in, depending on who the person is you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. depending on who the person is mm -hmm. if the person is the member of the church now mm -hmm. yeah you can go to the person and discuss. Do you know that God permits us to discuss, call our brother and talk? Anything that the, that you see that it 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 it, it disturbs your spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because this is how to really kill gossip. Yeah. Ability not to be able to talk to the person one on one, bring gossip. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can go and talk. And if the person did not take it. You can now, you will tell the person, if it's me, I'll tell the person. Mm -hmm. As I'm talking to you, but I'm not satisfied with how you give, I think we have to go to Papa. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Mm -hmm. 
And if the person say no, then the person, the person, if the person's confidence of both of you come to me, for example, then the person is free. The person knows that when we go there, at least we will trust that God will bring light into this matter and to be solved. Now, keeping it is also good, but many people actually don't keep what they say they keep. Mm-hmm. Keeping it means that I am forget it, I'm not in that anymore, and I'm not passing the person wrong. So if you don't have that capacity, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think. Oh, send me. Let me just send Yes, Father. One of the one of the signs of self righteousness is that a person wants to be on his or her own. But what if you decide uh, to take a short break after disunity and something, and you decide to go somewhere just to take a short break? Is that also a sign of self righteousness? That is not it. That is not self righteousness. That is very good. That is very good. If you cannot break, you will break your body one day. So it's good to sometimes break. Okay. To rest. Yes. So that is not that is not self righteous at all. But you should just ask. Okay, for two weeks or for one week, I want to rest. Then you can rest. That is why we have assistance in everything that we do. Wow, okay. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. Yes. Amen. Amen. So when you rest, and a wise leader will allow you to go and rest. Because you mm. know that when you come back, you come back recharged. Recharge. You come back renewed. Renew. You come back strengthened. Strengthen. Amen. Amen. So, yes. I have a question. Um, you see, most of the time, for example, people that are rebellious, they start with their own, and you see, they start forming groups. And uh, for example, when a self-righteous person starts to gossip, and the person enjoys the gossip, you see, it becomes two, or two, it becomes three. So my question is that, when you see that the self-righteous person is multiplying, how do you fight that as a church? Now, everybody shall mark them. Mark, mark them. them. What did I say? Mark, mark them. them. Mark them. And avoid them mm-hmm. so can I tell every one of you something reporting people to me is not possible what did I say reporting people to you is not report them to me Bible said they have an honest report and the Bible said Joseph bring evil report of his brother to his father. If you don't report people to me, you don't like the growth of the church. Because it's not everything I see. It's not everything I know. If you don't report, eh, some of you, you are standing, you have what I call false humility. You know why? You don't want problem. So, this is wrong, but I don't want Papa to shout for the person. So, I'm not in Papa's side. I'm not in the person's side. You are just on your own. You are hiding. It's a false humility. Okay. Hello? All right. The loyalty of John and James was open to Jesus. Bible called them the sons of the Zebedee. He gave them name. 
Their name is Boanagers, mean the sons of thunders. They were so close to Jesus and they loved Jesus so much. Somebody was preaching in the name of Jesus and they forbid the person. They said, no, don't preach in the name of our master. And Jesus called them and said, no, don't do that. Nobody preach in my name and stand against me. They were just protecting Jesus in the public. Hello? All right. So, report. I want to, you see, I turn to everybody. Report is very, very important. Somebody do something wrong, come and report the person to me. You will know when you report. It's our answer to report. What is that? Are you sure? Yes. Thank you. You go. That is the report. I won't sit with you and be telling you, and die, die, die. That lead to gossip. It took me more than 30 minutes, I mean 30 seconds or one minute. After the report, I know what to do. Amen. Amen. So, number one, report them. Number two, expose it. It's not allowed. The reason why I'm teaching it is that when every one of us understands this, the gossip will be less. Amen. Okay, we are going close to an end. Is I think the question is done. Oh, Misha. Self-righteous spirit and independent spirit. And uh, as we read in the book of Romans, the Bible said that they were ignorant of the righteousness of God and they established their own righteousness. And one thing that I have seen is that very often it's a very strong mindset that a certain person has. So even though you preach and you say, nay, it's independent spirit, it's nihood, they still do, they still do. And it was also in the Bible, like in the book of uh, Galatians, that Apostle Paul saw that even though we talked about grace, they still wanted to follow the law. Yeah. So my thing is that if you see that somebody's mindset is truly left, and even though um, you have said it a couple of times, should you still continue to rebuke or should you just bear the way the person is? Yes, I uh, I hear what you said. We call people like that in in a, in a particular terms that people that have a closed mind. Their mind is closed to the teaching, but their mind is open to what they want. Even though you prove to them by the word of God that what they are doing is wrong. And truly, there are people like that, and there are people like that among us. And I fight people like this so many times. Amen. We will not stop. No. Because that teaching is in the word of God. And we will not stop preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. Do you know that there is a saying that says, evil increase when wise men are silenced. So, we don't stop. But we just allow God to lead us. Amen. And the more we continue to teach, I always say, what happened is that, he said that if the person change, or the person go. Hello? We should make people uncomfortable with truth. That is my answer to that. 
Atos tanrı.